What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to season three of the Good Men Exist podcast. I definitely appreciate it. If you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, by doing so, you will be the first to know about any new episodes, whether they be on Tuesdays or if I just feel like dropping one at a random point during the week. Either way, it will be in your notifications first thing in the morning. So why not subscribe? With that being said, enjoy today's show. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Good Men Exist podcast. And today's episode is a very important one because it requires dedication, commitment, time. It requires all of those things. And we have to be all of those to truly accomplish the things that will be the result of this. So you already see what the title is. Focus on you. And the reason I wanted to talk about this today is because, as I've said before, what we provide our attention to grows. So if we want to lose weight and we start paying attention to our diet, we start paying attention to some of the results from the diet. Then we get in the gym, get focused on what we need to do, what workouts and exercises that we need to do to obtain the shape that we're looking for. If we want to learn about something, we need to get focused on the research behind it, focus on finding a mentor, a coach whatever it is, but we need to focus on it. But to get above average results, we can't just have focus alone. Focus without goals doesn't net you real results. And I'll explain what I mean. But first, before I even dive too deeply in the show, if you would be so kind to turn to page 1307 in your good old Merriam's, you will find the word focus. And it has many definitions, but I want to read four of them today. The primary definition of focus is a center of activity, attraction, or attention. Secondary definition is a point of concentration. The next one is direct attention, a state or condition permitting clear perception or understanding. And I'll read this last one for a good measure, adjustment or distinct vision. So why is focus important? Well, for all the reasons that I listed, The things that you want to grow, the things that you want to get better with in your life require your focus. Point Blake simple, but more importantly than that, you have to have some sort of goal. Like you can't just go into something and expect something, but then not know what you're expecting. It's backwards. So you know that this is primarily a relationship podcast, but it's also a self-awareness, self-love, self-growth podcast as well. I touch on those topics because they're important to me. They're important to me to encourage you to increasingly progress to a version of yourself that you can be proud of. So with focus, we have to set defined results that we expect. And I'm going to talk about this from one point of view. And this is the only point of view that matters. And that point of view is yours. Now, ultimately, I'm going to be talking about relationships, but because there's another person involved and you can't control them, we have to focus on 
as you've heard me say before, what we can control. So a lot of the focus is going to be on us always. So what is it that we need to focus on to become a version of ourselves that we can be proud of? Maybe it's our appearance. We want to improve some things there and maybe we don't have the money for it or maybe we just want to do it ourselves so we don't go pay to get it done. We actually work for what we want, the preferred way if you're talking to me. But that's neither here nor there. The point is we're still improving however it's done. Maybe it's friendship. Maybe it's parenting. Maybe it's for a relationship. And by for, I mean to make yourself available because you know you're ready to be in a serious relationship. Now, here's where things get tricky. We've all heard the saying, oh, you know, I'm not really looking for anything right now. I'm not looking for a serious relationship. And sometimes that's true. Maybe we just got out of something and we're still trying to figure out what the hell happened with that before we even dive into anything else. Sometimes we say that because we're disinterested. Whoever's trying to approach us, we don't really care for. Or sometimes we say that out of fear. We do it to protect ourselves from the unknown. Anytime that you allow someone else in your space, it's an uncomfortable feeling simply because you don't know what the end result is. So that means that you have to place yourself purposely in a state of vulnerability to be able to achieve a result that you hope will be beneficial to you in the long run. But as we know, that's not always the case because relationships. So how do we ensure that we're in a position to be ready for a relationship? There's a lot of sayings that are out there that I don't mind, but I don't know how applicable they are, but they make us feel good. They say, make yourself ready for a relationship because you attract who you are. The result of that saying would be, that if you got yourself in a good position overall in life, that you should attract someone that is quote unquote on your level. Again, if you've been listening to my podcast, you know I'm not big on sayings. I'm going to use that one simply as an example for this. So that's what that means. Essentially, if you get to a certain level in life, that you should attract someone else that is at or near the level that you currently are. Again, don't really know how true that is, but we'll roll with it. How do you know? that you have done the work to be with someone that you're genuinely interested in. Some of the things I've talked about before, one of those, the biggest, absolutely the number one thing that is a direct indicator of if you are ready is are you triggerless? Are you triggerless? Majority of the things about your past where you were the one who was hurt in that situation, are you triggerless to those things should they come up again? Should you talk about them again? Should you see them again? And I've talked about this before in an episode. So feel free to go back and listen to that. I won't get into it in this one. But here's a great way to know if you are far enough along to where you shouldn't be triggered by the things of the past. A few ways you can do this. The first way is maybe someone you haven't seen before. Oh, how are you and Sean? How are things with Teresa? They've been out of the picture. They don't know what the situation is. But the last time you all spoke, you were with these people. And so when you give that answer, it should be as easy as slicing butter with a hot knife. Oh, you know, it just didn't work out. Oh my gosh, what happened? You should say, well, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Run the spill. But when you run the spill, play it back later on. Did you feel triggered? Did you say, oh, he wasn't worth it. She wasn't worth it. Any negative connotations that could have existed and how you presented it. Did any of those things happen? Here's another great way to know if you're triggerless or not. If you aren't blocked 
on social media and this person isn't private, go to their page, look at their pictures, see if they're with someone else and you should be like, oh, that's nice. I'm happy for them and feel nothing. Now, obviously, I'm not saying you should go do these things. I'm just saying if you want to know, if you're like, I feel like I am, but I don't know, try it out. Lastly, if you do feel like you're ready and you're out on a date or you're dating, typically the question of past things comes up, right? Pay attention to how you answer the question when you're talking. Somebody say, hey, so what was, uh, when was your last relationship? Very similar to the first example I gave, but let's flip scripts. Here's how you know if someone else is triggerless. If they start telling you about their relationship and a lot of the things are them, as in they're talking about the other person was the issue, and then they don't admit anything that they did wrong or anything that they learned, you can do what you want to do. But I would run. If anyone starts a conversation like, well, she didn't do this, or well, you know, he just was always, nah. Not to say that they didn't have anything to do with why the relationship failed, but a lot of how we present things dictates exactly how we feel about them. It's human nature. You ever seen someone be really pissed off? Like could kill someone, but then go give them a hug? That's wildly contradictory, right? If you're mad, you're gonna be yelling or cursing. You're gonna have a certain facial expression. All of these things are triggers, and these are what we need to look out for. That's one way for us to know if we have done the work. So how do we focus on doing the work when it comes to triggers? Sometimes we just have to talk it out. Sometimes we have to wait it out. Sometimes we have to write it out. But there's different ways and everyone works differently. Maybe it's a therapist. Maybe it's a journal. Maybe it's getting back to you. Maybe you put so much of who you are in that relationship that you felt like you lost yourself a bit. So you have to take a step back. You have to kind of push people away for time to really focus on, all right, what areas do I need to improve? Not as a result of what anyone else said or what anyone else did. Strictly talking about me, what areas do I feel empty in? Do I feel like I lack in? Do I feel like I need to improve? And then here's the hard part, dive deeper. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because the things that we immediately think of are conscious. They kind of sit in the forefront of our mind because if they weren't, we wouldn't have came up with them so easily. But the reason why we have to dive deeper is because we're in the leaves. We're at the top of the tree. We need to cut that son bitch down and get to the roots. In business, we have this thing called root cause. And the whole point of this is to drill down enough to see what is the root of the issue, what caused it, have a full understanding of it, and then mitigate it. And these are the things that really do us in when it comes to relationships. It's the subconscious things that we can't get a hold of that allow us to react in ways that aren't conducive to beneficial, healthy relationships that can grow. Some of these things have been embedded in us from childhood, from the lack of something, love, attention, a parent or both parents. You would be surprised of what factors into the subconscious of how we react to things in our adulthood. That's why I say therapy is a big thing, especially if you can find a good one who forces you to not just talk to them and they take notes, who forces you to actually go deeper within your own mind to help yourself. And then we talk about self-love, self-care Sundays. But again, focus without goals yields no real results. So even if it is a going subconscious, so now that you have determined what the root cause was of a way that you were feeling in your subconscious, what do you do with it? How do you unpack it? How do you get rid of it? But in some cases, it's a part of us so then how do you deal with it? You acknowledge that it may not be going anywhere and it may 
simply be too deeply rooted to fully dig up. But now we have to figure out, all right, if this ugly stump is going to be here and I don't have the resources and or tools to dig deep enough to get it out of my life entirely, how do I make this space comfortable for me without it affecting areas of my life that harm me ultimately? And that's when you have to really focus on you. Focus on the end result. The end result is the deal. How do I deal with it in a healthy manner? That's a goal. And then if you determine exactly, all right, well, this looks like me going out more. Typically, I've been stuck in the house. I never really wanted to interact with people. So now I'm going to make it a point to go out once every other week, once a month, whatever it is, set that goal. Because the thing about it is, is that we measure everything by something. Anything that we're interested in from a product or a service, the measurement of it for us is the price. When we're driving, we know that at a certain point, we're going to have to get gas if we're not Tesla or an EV car. But even if you do, you have to charge it up. So our measurement for that is our gas ant. We have to look at the amount of relationships that we've been in. How many of those have been medium? They weren't unhealthy. They weren't healthy. They were somewhere in the middle. The type of men or women that we select. What are we looking for? What is the goal of being with these people? And so there has to be some sort of result that you're looking for and whatever it is that you are looking for. Obviously, you know, I share perspective. I don't give advice unless specifically asked for it. But I'm asking you today to focus on you. If you're in a place where this is the happiest you've ever been personally, and if that just so happens to be in a relationship as well, amazing. Share what worked for you with someone else. And I'm telling you today that if you want something specific out of life, out of relationship, out of friendship, whatever that classification of relationship looks like for you and you don't have it yet, focus on you. Give yourself goals that actually have some sort of measurement that you can work towards. And believe it or not, if your goal is I just want to be able to relax, that's a goal. But the key is defining what relaxes you most if you don't know what that looks like. So continue to work on yourself, continue to work on the areas that mean the most to you. And if needed, I will be your unofficial accountability partner just to help you get to where you're trying to go. Ultimately, that is the point of this podcast. That's what drives me in general. But this is my voice to get that encouragement out through this podcast. So I'm here to help. Let me know. But with that being said, if you enjoyed today's episode, feel free to share it with someone, a friend, a family member. If you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, please do so. If you haven't rated it on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give me a four or five star review. I would greatly appreciate it. Finally, I hope each and every one of you is doing well. And as always, be great people.